Man, code enforcement. You ever had to deal with code enforcement? Those guys are like the hall monitors um, that didn't get the respect they needed in, in high school or middle school, or whenever they were hall monitors. And, and if I ever have to deal with code enforcement again and I hear this podcast, I, I know it's not going to work well for me. <laughs> but I this is a conversation that came up in the in the mastermind here recently about dealing with code enforcement and some tips and tricks on on how to how to successfully navigate what is essentially a a, a battle where you'll never have the upside and so I wanted to give you kind of some some tips that I've learned I've had to deal with code enforcement a couple of times and and, and really just one tip maybe two uh, but let me tell you I I had a uh, I had a property. There's a really loud red bird behind me. Hopefully it's not coming through the microphone, but um, I guess it's red bird. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm going to go hunt it down here in a minute and not hunt it down, hunt it down, but like see if I can see what it is. But I, I had this property. It was a single parcel of land, had two mobile homes on it. We no longer have this property in our portfolio. It is the only property that we've ever lost money on. Uh, we lost about 10 grand from purchase to to sell and um and 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 so part of those monies uh came out of the, the code enforcement issues that i had to deal with and i i had a i had a tenant is inherited tenant uh i think she had some mental issues now that I've, I've thought back on it this is this was the second property that we ever purchased um second property we ever purchased and inherited tenants um not in the best part of town, you know, class C minus, maybe even D plus. I, I did carry every time I went over to the property, never took the family with me to that property. Um, you know, ashamed to have that property in our portfolio um, at the time. You know, I mean, it, you got to do what you got to do, right? You find a property you think is going to hit your criteria. You're just getting started. You got to buy some, you know, you got to, you got to start where you can start. Um, we still have one property in our portfolio that, um, we sold on a seller financing. So I'm the owner, um, financing it cause we own it outright. I would love for that just to be out of our, out of our control altogether. But, um, man, we, we got a great guy on that one. He, he bought it, uh, real quick. I'll tell you this story. So we bought this property, uh, at, foreclosure matter of fact i think i've talked about this in a previous podcast it was a tax not a foreclosure as a tax deed sale we paid 7200 bucks for it got the folks out of there uh, which was got very creative with getting the folks out of there um they completely destroyed the properties we just ended up bulldozing the thing over and then put a mobile home on there rented it out for a couple of years and then we turned into uh and then then those tenants moved out I didn't want to rent it anymore. I got rid of the property again, property manager. Uh, I don't know if there's a good one. <laughs> I don't know if there's nobody. The saying is so true is, is nobody's going to take care of your properties like you are. And so, um, uh, we got rid of them and, and, um, and so I didn't want to manage that property. Uh, so we ended up doing a, a seller for sale by owner, seller financing uh and sold it for all in all we've got 42 in it but uh, we sold it for 60 um buyer put five grand down and we put uh as 10 percent interest 
for uh, ten years, and he's paying. He's paid every month. He he pays a thousand bucks every month, even though his his payment's only like five fifteen or something like that. So he's gonna have it paid off early. Um, but anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, Dylan with Code Enforcement. Oh yeah, so so the property, two mobile homes, one lot. Um, first property I've ever. Now we didn't do a whole lot of due diligence when I bought these. Um, quite frankly, I was scared. <laughs> to get out and do them and didn't want to spend a bunch of money because they're older mobile homes. I just knew that it was going to take some money to get them going. I didn't know how much. And what I mean by that is the washer and dryers were set up outside, not like in a covered patio or in a, in a um, carport or anything like that. They were literally like, this is outside this porch right here in the elements, in the rain set up outside of the mobile home and total code enforcement violation complete total i mean you got power running out of that i mean you, you know it's just i think even the washing machine was hooked up to an electrical cord that ran inside through a window if i if i remember correctly but anyway um the tenants who were in there they they, I don't really understand what was going on. I, and she, there was a mother and a daughter and the mother, um, proceeded to tell me at one point in time, cause I, cause I did get rid, I, I did not renew their lease. I got rid of them, uh, mainly because they had a litter of pit bulls, um, inside the mobile home, inside the unit. We have a pretty strict no pet policy and, she was trying to sell me a pit bull or trade me a pit bull for rent or something like that. But during this conversation, she, she proceeds to tell me that, uh, her daughter who's mentally handicapped, um, that, you know, boys down the street were taking advantage of her. And I'm just like, I, you need to call the police. You don't need to tell me. I don't, I mean, if this happened here, you, you know, that's, you, you need to call the police and do a police report. I was like, but anyway, I'm not renewing your lease because you got, you got pit bulls. There's, I'm not allowing pets. You got a, you know, you got a car. There was a, there was a Camaro sitting up on blocks in the front yard. It's like you can't do that. I was like, that Ford Explorer that's sitting over there that has uh, mold growing on the windshield and has like I think it had two tires and the hood was popped up. It was never closed. It's like you can't have that here. You got to you got to get rid of that, or you got to get 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 gone. You got to get rid of the puppies. You got to get rid of the dog. And eventually, I think I had to go through eviction process to get rid of her. Um, but then two weeks later, I get a call from code enforcement, and you know I dealt with them before, and I kind of learned some things. And and I I don't I don't like code enforcement. Um, they. I think it's more of they, they're they're not put in a job to succeed, right? For the most part, I would not have their job for any any amount of money. Um, that's not true. A million bucks a day, I'd probably do it for a couple of days and be done with it. But they, you know, they're they're treat people the way they treat them because of probably the normal situations they run into, right? And so usually when somebody comes at me, my guard initially goes up and says, no, I'm winning this argument regardless. And, and I'm going to win it with my words and my attitude. And I'm going to show you who the alpha male is in the conversation. 
it's not the best way to do it. I'm going to tell you, it, um, the first time that happened, it was a painful, drawn-out experience. I think we ended up going to court, whatnot, uh, and I learned a lot of things. It was extremely expensive um, to get code enforcement off my back uh, previously. So this time, I remembered that. Uh, it was very, I don't know, it was very uh, enlightening or, or painful, so it was a very vivid memory. So I took the higher ground approach, right? And this is the only tip I'm going to give you in this entire thing really is back to the comment I made earlier about their hall monitors who just didn't get enough attention or whatever. Um, I do feel like the, the code enforcement officials that I've run into personally, uh, they wear a chip on their, they have a chip on their shoulder. They got to come in and, you know, they feel like they've got to, make their presence known. I always want to look for a sense of cooperation. Like if I'm doing something wrong, tell me about it. I'll work with you to fix it. I may have some feedback. These guys don't want feedback to them. Everything's black and white. Here's code enforcement. Here's, here's, here's the code. Do it. Or I'm going to find you or I'm going to send you to court or whatever. And this time I, I remember, you know, that the, this code enforce, enforcement, uh, official, very similar mannerisms, very similar uh, way he was treating me. And I thought, and I got, I got angry. I got pissed at the beginning. And I said, wait a minute, just take a deep breath. If I got caught in the hallway between classes and the hall monitors got to get on to me or take me to the principal's office, how would I get out of this situation? And so I started stroking his ego. Right. I started building him up. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, I didn't know that. I said, I, and you know, I, I started talking to a code enforcement official. Uh, I wouldn't say we became buddies, but we didn't have to go to court, which is pretty um, rare in this case, as I understand it. And uh, he told me who reported and it was the tenant that I got rid of. And he's not supposed to do it. He's not supposed to do it. And I said, look, I said, I'm just kind of curious. And I know you're probably not supposed to tell me. I said, but I find it ironic that I just had to evict the tenant who had all this set up and had this just, you know, this was her house. But I had her evicted because of some, some lease issues or some lease violations. And the week after or two weeks after um, she's out that I get a, uh, a, a notice from you posted on the door. And I said, I just, I know you probably can't tell me. I was like, but I kind of feel like I know who it is. And, um, without, he didn't give me her name because I had it already, but, um, from the lease, he, uh, he basically told me, yeah. So trick to dealing with code enforcement, man, you got to play to their egos, talk them up whatnot and the kids and everybody just got back from the library so it's about to get loud and this is about where i want to end this one so guys if you want to talk about something message me uh j at w2capitalist.com or send me a text 205-249-0248